Welcome to Woman on the Rise, a podcast for women like you, who didn't come here to play small, follow the rules, or be limited by what's considered normal. Through conversations about style, mindset, spirituality, and business, my desire is to help you elevate your identity, dress for your dreams, and take action towards manifesting everything possible for you while becoming the best version of yourself in the process. I'm your host, Christy Russell, a mentor and image consultant who has styled and coached women globally and now helps other entrepreneurs, especially stylists, create a life and business of their design. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, gorgeous souls. Welcome back to a new season of Woman on the Rise. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you and joining you for a new podcast episode. I have missed talking to all of you and am excited to dive into a new season. Now, today I wanted to talk to you about the dirty little secrets of personal stylists. (laughs) (laughs) And this is going to be a really fun episode, but actually was something that was inspired by a question I got on Instagram. So the registration for my personal stylist training has just opened up as of today. And with that, I had put a question box up on Instagram for those that are interested about becoming a personal stylist or wanted to know a little bit more about the industry or about the training. And I had this really juicy question come in from somebody and they had posed the question of, you know, do you essentially have to have your style perfect? Do, do you have to know everything there is to know about colors? Um, do you know have to know a ton about the fashion industry before you dive into becoming a personal stylist? And I thought it was such a great question because I remember feeling this way before I had jumped into learning how to be an image consultant and a personal stylist. And I remember thinking like, my gosh, you know, I don't, I don't really... Like, I don't know how much I know about the industry, if much at all. And when I really thought about it, I felt clueless with color. I knew I liked fashion. I liked shopping. I liked socializing. I wanted to do makeovers. But in terms of, you know, the industry and how to style someone and how a session would unfold, that I felt very clueless in. And I definitely didn't have confidence in my style. I mean, girl over here knew how to make a cute outfit for herself, But if I were to contrast that against somebody else, I definitely felt inadequate. And so I thought, again, this this question that was posed inspired this episode. And I wanted to deep dive about some of the misconceptions about personal stylists and sort of the quote unquote dirty little secrets (laughs) that all of us have in this industry in case it sheds some light on this industry and, and what we as personal stylists might experience ourselves as we move through this industry, as we begin in this industry. And also, if you are a personal stylist, you know, maybe you're going to find this relatable and give you some some comfort as well. Because I do feel like the fashion industry as a whole, not just personal styling, tends to have this glamorous filter thrown over it, this like filter of perfection. And let's be real, like what in life is perfect? Absolutely nothing. So we, you know, there, there are definitely some beautiful, glamorous aspects to it. And it's an incredibly fun, creative industry, but it is not about perfection. And so again, I, that's what inspired today's episode with the question that was put on Instagram. Of course, if you want to ask me more questions about my training, or if you want to join, whether you're a seasoned stylist, you just want to ramp up your skill set, or if you're someone brand new and you want to learn more about 
how to get into this industry, how to get your first clients, what to do in sessions, what you need to look at or consider when working with someone. Of course, I'd love to have you and the link for my program is down below. So let's jump into what the dirty little secrets are <laughs> that I think you guys are going to find really fun and relatable. So the first dirty little secret about personal stylist, or again, anyone that's an image consultant, fashion stylist, etc., is that we all have moments where our style feels stale or our style's driving us nuts. Now, many of you have probably heard me say on this podcast before that style is a process of evolution. And so for me personally, I don't believe in the fact that you will ever create a style and never have to shift it again. And this is part of that misconception that I do feel is in the industry a bit where people talk about working on your style as if you will never have to tweak it or buy a single item again. And it's just not true. You know, trends and silhouettes shift, not that you need to focus your wardrobe around trends because that's never the case, but we do want to stay modern with how we look. And not only that, but life is about growth and evolution. And as we grow and evolve as humans, and our viewpoints shift, what we're interested in shifts as we expand, our style will always reflect where we are at in life and how we're feeling and emotionally where we're at, our vibration. And so with that being said, and I tell this to my clients all the time, you know, you have to constantly look at yourself, your style, my apologies. And if at any point it starts to feel stale, ask, you know, have I grown lately? Because if you have, it's probably the case that your style just isn't keeping up with what you've calibrated to, where you've sort of quantum leaped to, the new timeline you're on, if you will. And so it just needs a little rejuge. Now, what people don't see with personal stylists is that we go through the same thing. I cannot tell you how many times I have talked to my private clients that are personal stylists, one-to-one, -one, where they say to me, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated with my own closet. I feel like such an imposter that I'm having style issues right now. Or even yours truly that is speaking to you this very moment. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at my closet over the years and I think, my God, where is the torch? I'll just burn it all down right now and go shopping. <laughs> it's just such a really real thing that many stylists don't you know, echo overly often, but trust me when I say it happens to all of us. And I actually think it's a really beautiful thing because it's a point of reinvention. It shows that again, you've grown and that you've expanded in your life, which is always really exciting. And so now it's the process of like, what feels delicious that I desire to dress as when I, when I get ready in the morning, what do I want to communicate? What would feel more powerful for me in this moment? And so, you know, this is something you can take yourself through right now by asking yourself those questions. Um, stylist, anyone that's listening, again, you're not alone. If you're going through that, doesn't make you an imposter. If you are in the field and you've had moments or bouts where you feel like your style's not fully aligned, just means like you've evolved, baby, just like your clients. And so now it's time to take yourself through a bit of a makeover. The beautiful thing about being a personal stylist, though, is that we can move through this more quickly because we have all of the tools and the knowledge that we teach our clients. And 
we have just different depths with that information. And so we can shift through it quickly. Um, but again, this is kind of like a dirty little secret, assuming that we don't have struggles with our own personal style. We absolutely do. It's just using the information that we would teach you. We can move through it more quickly. And this is why I say to men and women, you know, investing in yourself is so important because the more you learn about different style dimensions, how to dress your shape, how to navigate your lifestyle, how to fold that into your style vision and what you're manifesting or bringing around in your life, the quickly, more quickly, my apologies, you'll be able to purchase things that feel aligned to you, create outfits that feel exciting to you. And of course, look in the mirror and love what you see reflected back to you because you'll be able to feel and see your personal power in your clothing, which is really exciting. Now, the second dirty little secret <laughs> of a personal stylist is that we also have to restrain ourselves when shopping and make ourselves get intentional. Now, I would almost argue that for anyone that's in this profession, <laughs> we see twice as much pass our eyes in terms of little goodies we would love to purchase, whether it's, you know, we're out shopping for a client and then something catches our eye and then it's like, okay, mental note, go back and purchase that thing for myself later too, <laughs> or add this thing to like personal shopping checklist for ourselves. Um, or again, like just keeping attuned to what's happening in the fashion industry. You know, we end up seeing a lot of clothings, catalogs, runway productions, everything that just gives us sparkly object syndrome where we just want to purchase it and bring it home into our closet to play dress up with immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why you will hear anyone in this industry tell you to pause and restrain yourself a little bit, not in a bad way, because of course you want to be able to have fun with fashion, but more so that you can become intentional with your style, which is ultimately going to give you the result you want in having a style that reflects who you are and makes you feel good when you look in the mirror. And I know this is always the tricky part, especially when we've got influencer culture mixed into it with, you know, all the Amazon links and links to buy their cute outfits, etc. But I know many of you have had this experience when you are, you know, maybe buying something from an influencer and all of a sudden this thing comes home and you put it on and it doesn't hit the same way. It doesn't resonate with you once you get that clothing item at home. And that's not to say that happens every time. But I know it happens for a lot of women. You know, you buy this thing because this influencer that you love was wearing it. They styled it really well and you got it and you just thought, God, this falls flat when I wear it. Why? And it's because that item may not be a part of your energetic code, AKA your personality style. Uh, or again, it was just something that you were influenced in the moment. It went with the vibe of that person, but doesn't actually fold well into your personal aesthetic right? And so this is where that intentional piece comes in. And I've had to do this with myself, even when I'm watching things, you know, online, or if I found something that all of a sudden just makes my heart skip a beat with online shopping, because yes, I get like that when I online shop, <laughs> I've had to ask myself like, oh, is this piece just really cute? And I need to admire it from afar, or does this actually fold into the style I'm creating and the woman I want to become? because they're two very different things, right? We can appreciate, admire something, think it's so cute, get hyped about it, and not have to bring it into our closet. And it's such a practice. And again, this is something that every personal stylist has to reel themselves in with. 
as well, because there's so many beautiful things out there that we can purchase and play with. And again, play dress up with, which is all the fun and excitement about, you know, fashion in general. But the intentionality is what makes our style and your style so magnetic when we bring that intentionality into it. And so if you're looking at something online, whether it's in a store or on an influencer, let's say, for example, or wherever you may be like eyeing this new beautiful thing, asking yourself, how can I style this item at least three ways? And the twist that I've said for years on this that I'm really going to encourage any of you listening to or listening to this is when you're creating those three outfits in your head, try not to make it with denim or black pants. To which some of you might be thinking, well, my God, I would not, I wouldn't know what to wear with it. And that's okay that it might give you pause initially. And the reason I say this is because everyone's default, and I've heard my own clients say this when I've gone out shopping with them, they'll say, oh, well, so, oh, you know, I love this top. It's cute. It'll go with a pair of jeans. But that ends up feeling stale really fast. What else are you going to put it with in your closet? We all know that jeans and a black pant can go with everything. And they're handy to have in the closet if they speak to you. But what else? What's the shoes? What's the accessories? Do you have any other pants, skirts, or dresses that you might be able to put with this thing that you're looking at? You know, go that step further because it'll push your creative boundaries in the moment and really help you think through whether this thing, whatever it is that you're looking at, actually serves that long-term vision that you want for yourself and is going to give you that longevity and versatility that you crave. Because I know this is what you say to, you guys say to me all the time, like, how do I get that versatility? And I say, you got to think through the purchase. And I know sometimes when you go to start this exercise of really thinking through each individual item, when you're on, on the checkout page or when you're in the store, it can feel a little bit laborious at first because you're really sitting there thinking like, my gosh, what would this go with? <laughs> Again, when you're thinking outside of the denim and black pants, but I promise you, the more you do it, the faster you get. And the better it's going to serve you because you'll find that all of your items in your closet start to mix and match. And this just opens the floodgates of what is available to you in terms of outfit options. Now, this also rolls into my next dirty little secret for personal stylists. And that is that we also have days where our creativity is not striking. Now, this doesn't mean with our clients. Because I got to say, when I'm with clients, and I'm sure other stylists and image consultants can attest to this, like the creativity just keeps flooding. And I think this is because we have a, a level of detachment, right? We're not in your closet. We're coming in with fresh eyes, right? Whereas you're dealing with your clothing every single day, just like we also deal with our own clothing every single day. And so all of us, your stylist included, will look at their closet at some point and think, ugh, I don't know what to wear today. <laughs> or they might think, oh, like, you know, nothing's calling to me in the moment. And so it might take a little longer than normal to put together an outfit. And this is where I know I've encouraged you before to really look at your closet with fresh eyes as much as possible or to spend time shopping your closet. Now, I have old videos on YouTube that you can go back and watch in terms of how I you know, break down how to shop your closet or take an image from Pinterest and, you know, try and recreate it in your wardrobe. Or if you need help with this, this is what I help my clients with inside of Rise Through Style. I actually help the members shop their closet. We'll do a Zoom session together, which is really fun. Uh, and we'll, we'll create new looks for them. 
But I have to do this with myself too, because there are days where I've just become too familiar with my clothes and I've maybe put the same combinations together too frequently. And now it's time to shake it up, baby. We need a little attitude and spice. Okay. <laughs> and it's not going to happen on its own. You've got to take that time in your closet to really re not reinvent the wheel, but reinvent or sorry, recreate new outfits for yourself. And so rather than pairing the same top and bottom together that you always have, you know, looking at a top with fresh eyes and saying, okay, what else can I put this with? How else can this be layered? What other bottoms could this go with? What other accessories could I pair with this to make it feel fresh or to create a different feel? You know, you can take a top and make it look more romantic in one, in one iteration. And then with a simple switch of accessories and maybe a different bottom, you could make it look very edgy. And so it doesn't always have to have the same aesthetic. It doesn't have to have the same vibe every time you get dressed. And it, like I said, it certainly doesn't have to go with the same groups of clothing in your wardrobe that it always goes with, because this will kill your style faster than anything else. And this is often what leads to a lot of overconsumption with shopping, because rather than spending that time in your closet, I know you're sitting on your couch with a glass of wine or, you know, on your work break, scrolling on your phone, and then you get that rush, that dopamine hit of an, an outfit or something that looks cute on somebody else or in a store. And it's like, yes, please, checkout button. Where's my credit card? <laughs> YOLO, you know? Only it's not a YOLO situation. It's something that you're doing on a regular basis. And because there's no intentionality at this point, you know, you get that initial rush when you put the outfit together in your wardrobe until that piece that was brand new becomes the new stale item you have not shopped your closet with and you're on to the next dopamine hit to buy. And I get it because I've been here. Stylists, we have been here as well. <laughs> and I'm sharing all of this to, again, show that you know, being a personal stylist is not about being perfect. It's a, we're still human and we still go through our own style exercises and principles that we take our clients through. We can just move through it much faster. And so if you're someone that's wanting to get into the industry, don't feel like you have to be perfect or have it all figured out because what does that even mean? I mean, I'm very good at style. Excellent, I would say, and color. And I still don't think I've got it all figured out. <laughs> uh, you know, there's still iterations where I'm constantly looking at my closet with fresh eyes and playing with things. And it's exciting and creative and frustrating sometimes, but in the best way possible, right? It's in the best way possible. And again, I know many of you listening experience these symptoms in your closet as well. And so I'm saying that to just highlight that there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your style. You just need that creative injection aka spending time in your own closet, folded into learning more about yourself and what works for your shape, what works for your lifestyle, what fabrics are great, what fabrics not so much, same with prints and patterns, etc. And like all of these things, when you learn all of this information, again, it just makes the art of shopping and styling yourself so much easier and faster which is what I love. And this is why I've said numerous times, and I'm sure you've probably heard this echoed in other industries as well, clarity equals confidence. And this is why they say knowledge equals power because it is powerful to have clarity around a subject so that you don't feel 
so confused by it or frustrated by it, right? You're able to solve that problem. And the wonderful thing about style is that once you learn certain things about the shape or different styling techniques, that information carries with you forever, regardless of trends, regardless of what's happening in, you know, society with fashion, it can be used at any time, at any size, even as, you know, we as women go through weight fluctuations. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't say just women, men and women. We've all gone through weight fluctuations. You can work the material at any time to your advantage, which is so powerful. And so if any of you got a giggle out of this, or you found it relatable that you've done any of these dirty little secrets that personal stylists also have, (laughs) please send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear which of the three you have experienced, if not all of them because I certainly have. (laughs) And of course, if you want to learn how to become a personal stylist, my registration is now open. The link is down below and I would be so honored to have you. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review letting me know. This not only feels good, but more importantly, it helps me expand my mission in helping more women feel empowered, beautiful, and of course, rise. And if you want to come hang out with me more, I would be so honored to get to know you. Head on over to Instagram. That is where I hang out the most and will give you so many behind the scenes as well as my online community, Rise Through Style, where we help you shift your identity into one that is more empowered and impactful for you. We help you elevate your style and of course, help you step into the big dreams that you have for yourself and elevate every aspect of your life and business. Sending you all the love to the moon and back, and I will catch you again in the next episode.